This is a message to all my supporters of this podcast. I'm introducing a new supporters program. You can contribute a small amount as a one-off payment to show your love for this podcast. Thank you in advance for all your contributions. Hi, this is the Absolute Business Mindset Podcast. This podcast is created and hosted by Mark Hayward. I am a corporate employee with an entrepreneurial mindset. This podcast will help and support you with new ideas about business. These are my thoughts, ideas and comments. Today, I'm talking about the car industry and the evolution that it's had over the modern day period. Hi everyone, this is the Absolute Business Mindset Podcast um, and uh, what I'm talking to you about today is I'm talking about the car industry. So um, I've done a bit of a series on different industries. Uh, this is the, about the car industry. We've talked about the music industry and we've talked about uh, the uh, other industries. So today we're going to talk about the car um, now, what I'm not going to go back to the Model T Ford or something like that that uh, some people might be interested in, some people won't be interested in. I'm going to talk about the modern changes of, of the car industry. We're going to talk a bit about the game changers. We're going to talk about the power. Um, other types of cars which have come in that have changed the face of cars. Um, and then we're going to talk about the future of the car industry and cars itself. So, so we're going to take things up uh, from a modern day experience. So, uh, <clears throat> I want to talk briefly about the game changers in recent times, um, and they are first one I want to talk about is the McLaren sports car. When the first McLaren sports car came out, it was impressive it was fast it was sleek it was beautiful it was it was really game-changing and I think one of the things McLaren has done when they started to do road cars is they've really made a big big difference in 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 what a sports car a a a a hyper car actually is so um they for me make beautiful cars uh they're rare they are limited edition. No, not many people have them. Probably the rich and famous have them. No one else gets them uh, because there's probably a, a 12, 18 month, two year uh, waiting list. <clears throat> um, and I could go on about Ferraris and things like that. But to be honest, Ferraris were game changers in the previous generation. Now... They make good cars, very good sports cars, but I don't think they're game changers. The second one I talk, want to talk about is a Bugatti Veyron. So this was the most expensive car, the fastest car. It was a game changer. It basically went into stratosphere of prices. Prices for a Bugatti Veyron was off the chart but they were definitely game changers so um do a bit of research about them they're really interesting cars um randomly still owned by i think it's volkswagen owned them uh but they put a lot a lot of money to make the fastest car road going car so bugatti veyron the other one which is probably obvious but still needs to be talked about is tesla so Tesla, the electric car, with Elon Musk at the head of, of Tesla Motors, um, has been a game changer. They 
they have moved the technology away from petrol and diesel and unleaded petrol and moved it to electric. It started making electric cars possible. And although there is an issue with delivering and their their production uh, numbers are often varied, they've had a couple of decent quarters, and I would say um, they are on. Like investors just love Tesla at the moment, and um, I would say you 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 should. Um, but uh, my big my big bugbear about electric cars is one simple thing is charge time i do not want to wait 45 minutes to charge my car now i was talking to someone who's who's contemplating buying a tesla at the moment and they said to me well um i'll charge it before i go out no yeah no you, you you might do i don't know how the battery lasts overnight if you charged it all night um but uh just so you forget to say you don't get round to it. How many times are people listening and watching this? Do you not charge your phone? And you have to take a charge throughout the day. Um, that's not so easy if you need to drive 250 miles and you've only got a range of 50 or 60 or 100. So I would say Tesla is probably still not 100% there as the alternative. I know lots of people want to buy into electric cars i get it um and i i do understand but i do think there is still some improvement that needs to be made right enough on tesla we'll come back to tesla a little bit later on um the other one which i think was a game changer was the prius now i do not like the prius I did not like it when it came out. It was at some stage, it was Eco Warriors that were probably controversially, but Eco Warriors were, were buying it. Um, a lot of actors in California started buying it. Um, and then you then in the UK anyway, you then got the um, the taxi drivers, the minicab drivers, and the uh, and the Uber drivers getting uh, Priuses, but you cannot you cannot deny they were game changing at the time because they brought from petrol to a hybrid, which was a catalyst for Tesla to come in and 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 do its business. So, um, so yes, massive ma- massive impact. Um, not a big fan, but you can't deny that uh, it was. It had a true impact on the car industry. Next one I want to talk about is Aston Martin DB9. So the DB9 for me was beauty. It was a Grand Tourer. It was a beautiful car. It sounded great. It it was fast. It was built okay. Good. Not exceptional, but the build, the inside, the interior was never great, but still a fantastic car. Love it, love it, love it. I would, I would buy a DB9 or even a Vantage or a DB11 now if I could afford it. Unfortunately, at the moment, I cannot afford it, but you never know, I might be able to get one. So next one I want to talk is, is a little bit generic, which I'll talk about a little bit later on again, is SUVs. SUVs were game changers, and we're going to talk about the different types of SUVs later on in this podcast. Um, but the whole the whole movement from Range Rover uh, were the only people that built SUVs into absolutely everyone building them. 
that was a game changer. Now, now people who never even go near a, 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 a mud still have them. I have one. I put my hand up and I say, I have a Honda CRV. It's not very glamorous, not very particularly exciting, but great SUV, great to drive, really nice to drive, heavy, sturdy, great for the kids. Uh, again, it just was a game changer to get that from uh, Range Rover, only build these cars to everyone building them. So, um, and then sort of less so because it's been a little bit earlier, but BMW M Series and Mercedes AMGs, game changers. Tuned up engines, fast saloons were loved by everyone. So, um, so that's my, my my assessment on what a game changer is in the modern day car industry. Right, so I want to talk about now, moving on to the second point, is the evolution of power. Now, we've always had power, but the change from leaded petrol to unleaded petrol to diesel to electric and then potentially hydrogen, potentially. So this evolution has been because of... Um, resources so a leaded petrol there was plenty of oil um it was the only option that we had and um it was in the grand scheme of things expensive in some countries not expensive in other countries depending on how much oil you could get into the country um but there was a definite definite um uh, a pain point of uh, car fumes and uh, the industry responded to that by building unleaded petrol, which meant that there was less fossil fuels being burnt and less car smoke as well, because car smoke is very, very um, antisocial. And, um, and I think for you, uh, you would say that unleaded is a big step forward. I suppose this could be interchangeable because there was diesel before probably unleaded, but um, diesel made a resurgent. Um, people driving long distances, uh, obviously the lorry driver will use diesel, um, but um, diesel was very cheap in comparison to leaded petrol and to an extent unleaded petrol as well and um, it was a big 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 thing now we're moving away from the diesel being the right option for us uh, now the advent of electric which i'm going to talk about in a minute uh, diesel they're talking about getting rid of diesel cars by 2040 or 2035 in the uk um, unleaded petrol will obviously still be there um, and the evolution from to electric. Um, so, so we talked about Tesla, game changer. Tesla, right? Got that. But equally, BMW are building the i range. Um, uh, even even uh, Jaguar are building an e pace. So there's the f pace, which is their SUV. They've built an e pace, which is an electric version of it. Um, electric cars are coming in more and more. If you looked at the last Geneva uh, car festival in 2019, electric cars everywhere, 
everywhere. Everyone was talking about electric. And it seems to be the way that we are going in the short term, definitely. Um, ending, uh, electric uh, pa- battery powers are becoming more efficient. Uh, they're becoming to be able to be made in production, like Tesla are building in, in a production uh, setting so they can start doing larger scale sizes of um of electric cars so um definitely the future uh, i miss uh, uh, the hybrid but to be honest uh the electric was such a bigger deal um and, and and will be and 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 so i think you just need to keep an eye out for electric cars if you're uh, wanting to push the boundary so so for me I put my, my, my technology in phones. I like to buy a new phone, get a new phone. It's exciting. It's new tech. I find it exciting. Even if the battery doesn't last so long, it's still exciting and new. I wouldn't take that chance on a car because a car is a lot more functional and a lot more you need it to work. So uh, for me, um, I'm still holding back, as I've said about Tesla, holding back on electric. Um, but it seems to be the future. So embrace the future mark and uh and, and move forward with it uh the, the the sort of left field is hydrogen so hydrogen is is a definite possible it doesn't seem it, it was talked about a lot maybe five six years ago and and then electric came in and 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 and, and became very fashionable and it's become more and more fashionable um but Hydrogen is definitely an option for the sort of longer term, might be the answer for us, who knows at this stage, uh, but interesting to think about and maybe do a little bit of research to understand a little bit more about that. Um, so I just wanted to bring a, 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 a change change of tact slightly. Um, the Ford car uh, business um, this is this was something I read uh, uh, probably about a year ago, eighteen months ago. The car industry, um, the Ford car industry, wants to be known as a technology company, not a car provider. Now I find this a bit weird because um, although love Fords, I think they're great cars. I've, I've owned Fords in, the, in my in my in my car history. I would say that they are slightly missing the point. Um, and so just it was just a sort of segue just to show that so much uh, is invested in technology in this world um, that even a car industry that was that was that was uh, built um, on on petrol um, still thinks they, they, they want to be fashionable, want to be in the tech industry. I think that the, the cars are being decked out now with Apple and um, and other technology companies inside the car, which is great. This is, the interior should be tech-enabled, so I think that's a fantastic development. So something I'd wanted to just... My next point I want to bring on is about SUVs. So I've talked a little bit about it. I just want to take this as a, as, a, as a wider point. So as I said, Range Rover were the only people that did... SUVs that were going on the on the road, they would go on the mud, they would go in, they would every farmer would have a Range Rover. Now what ha- happened was Range Rover started building cars that were less about the mud and the countryside and more about the road. 
And I think that's when SUVs started to become what they are now, which is an amazing uh, trend, an amazing fashion statement that everyone wants an SUV. So I, I like a lot of people said, oh, well, well you, you then had different companies building these SUVs. But actually, it all started when Range Rover made that shift. So then it meant that companies like Honda, Nissan, BMW, Audi, Merck, they all started building these SUVs. And to be honest, the BMW, the Audi and the Merck, the German SUVs are excellent. Excellent. Whether you go on the smaller side from the um, X3, the X5 is very good, the X7 is very good. Again, with the Audi and the, and the Mercedes, all very, very good cars. Great on the road. Actually, faster than you think. Um, my Honda is actually very nippy off the line. It's very, very fast. And it very, very uh, off the line is brilliant. Um, now... I would say that the, the, the German cars will be a better all-round, powerful, strong, sturdy, uh, big. Um, all the reasons why you buy SUVs um, are just, exasper- just accentuated with the German brands. The Japanese brands are very, very good, uh, but the German brands are excellent. Now, the interesting thing about this, this year, so we're in 2019, Lamborghini... Aston Martin and Jaguar in 2018 are building SUVs. I just, I can't believe it. I cannot believe that these cars, industries, these car companies are now building SUVs. Fantastic. Uh, The the, the Urus looks great. The F-Pace looks great. Um, Aston Martin have given a concept and they are probably going to build I don't know if it's 2019 or 2020 I can't remember but this just shows you that the trend in car industry is towards SUVs and uh, people like to be in a big car they feel safe in a big car people used to have big cars in America because they needed big engines so they need to go long distances um so there's always been a mentality for big cars, but not in the UK. The UK always had a market which still exists, your little hatchbacks. Um, and Ford do it, and Vauxhall do it, and Golf do them. They do them great. They do Fiestas and, and, and KAs and, um, and Golfs. <coughs> so everyone does uh, does the smaller range, but now more and more people you're finding people that 20 year olds uh, first jobs are buying SUVs, which is just crazy. They are great for families, very, very good for families. I, I think they big boots, space for the kids, for the car seats. So, really, really good on that count. Really, really think it's amazing. Uh, the SUVs. And now it's just it's a wonderful trend, and uh, I just think it's it's fascinating to see how the car industry evolves all the time. It's always is moving, which leads me on to my last point, which is about the future of the car industry. So the future of the car industry is moving towards one specific thing, and that is driverless cars. So driverless cars have been around a while. 
a lot of West Coast America. Google, I think, built cars to be around their area, which will be driverless. Um, and with mild success, I would say, um, it's going to get a lot easier and a lot better with 5G. When 5G comes in, it means that more data can be transferred between car, lights, uh, other cars, um, sidewalks, what sidewalks, pavements, whatever it is, there is going to be more interaction between the car working out where the, the, where everything is, where the other cars are. So it's going to make it a lot, lot easier. So this whole concept that people have driven cars for a long, long time. So 100 years probably, people have driven. And it's going to be different for my generation to give that up. Part of our identity is to drive cars. So I would say it's something that you need to think about and need to consider um, going forward. And this is going to happen. This is going to happen now. This is going to happen five years, ten years, who knows. Um and so the interesting thing about I find about this is what it's going to do is if you if you go into driverless mode, you are then going to be able to uh, you're going to, be able to watch telly. You're going to be able to play the computer games. You're you're going to move the car from a transport, just a transport functionality point A to point B into an entertainment zone. And I think you're going to get people watching TV, maybe playing their favourite computer game in there. And I think it's going to change the interaction of cars as a whole. Um, We currently already have cars that do their own parking. We have driverless car technology with motorways. So this is coming. This is not something you can deny or it's not going to work out. It is definitely going to come. I think the next generation will probably just expect it. I might be lazy and not even want to do a driving test. For me, I'm going to want to drive. I like driving. I, I, whether I could then sit and listen to a podcast um, or watch a YouTube video uh, when I'm on uh, on the in the car, maybe. But we'll have to wait and see. Okay, so I would just like to say thank you very much for listening to my podcast, the Absolute Business Mindset Podcast, and on YouTube. Uh, please, uh, can you please check out my Instagram account and my um, all the details you'll see in the bottom on the YouTube site. I'll give you all the all the different things. Uh, link into Patreon. I've just got a Patreon account. There's some special deals there, so check that out. Um, obviously, I've got my Twitter account, my YouTube account. Um, so please uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, someone asked. Uh, me what uh, which one was my favorite podcast that I've done so far um, I think although it's probably going to be the worst um, admittedly um, it probably was my first one when I talked about moving from an administrator to a consultant that's that was my story so if you haven't listened to that go back to the first podcast and listen to that that was that was really pivotal for me because it meant I was sharing my story with everyone and that was that was big for me although probably everything about it was probably very amateurish um but 
check out that one. That is a really, really good one. Um, and um, I'd be really interested to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, please keep on downloading the podcast. Um, be fantastic uh, to keep the numbers going up on that. Um, and uh, and so that's all from from me. Thank you very much for your time. And uh, I'll speak to you soon.